It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Well, hello. It'll be interesting during this show to see how different it is from the last time we did this season's predictions. Last time we did it with, you know, basically just the information we had from last season. And now we have way more information than that. I mean, we have... We have preseason football, so we'll be able to make our NFL picks, and they'll be flawless now, guys. Like, I mean, there's... This is the show, LeVac. This is the highest listened to, downloaded, all of that. The NFL preview show in September. We are here. I feel like I've already dropped the ball out of the gates, though. I feel like we needed, like, far more dramatic music. Like, this could have been it. That's not it. That's I mean, like, this we could have had... Never mind. I already over three. Right. We should add more football music. <laughs> we're giving our picks. We're talking playoffs. We're talking Super Bowl wow. predictions and the New York projections. And if you didn't listen earlier in the summer, if this is your first time listening to the Levac and Goss NFL preview show, let's give you a little history one more time. The 2020 edition of the show, Old Gazi Bear knocked down the Chiefs and the Buccaneers in the preseason, and that ended up being the Super Bowl in 2021. LeVac told you the Rams were going to win the Super Bowl. He nailed it. Last season, I told you the Philadelphia Eagles, 2022 preseason, this show, I told you the Eagles were winning the NFC and going to the Super Bowl. The pressure's on, LeVac. Can we make it four consecutive shows in a row where we tell you who's going to win and who's going to play in the Super Bowl? You're going to find out throughout today's show. Oh, we can tell you. I guarantee we'll tell you. Will we be right? Now, there's the challenge. Um, I'm a... I did this one different. So it, the early preview we did, what was that a month, two months ago? It feels like it was forever ago. July, early July, yeah. Okay, so the early preview we did, I literally went through the schedule and I did each game, like here's where I think a win, loss, win, loss. And the reason I did that is like I only knew who the quarterbacks were, who the whatever was. So I just, you know, I needed that to to kind of fill in the gut, which it's an ample gut, my friends. So this time around, I, I didn't, I may have done that, but I'm not going to go exclusively by that. So uh, this is these are who I believe are going to win these these divisions. Who's going to grab these wild cards? Who's going to win the Super Bowl? This is what I believe. This is what I'm going to wager based on with any kind of preseason stuff. Uh, let's start with the near and dear, the East, AFC East, NFC East. Obviously, that's where the the, the local teams are. Uh, AFC East. Let's let's get right into this one. I have changed what I did before, and I've kind of I feel as though I've kind of changed it substantially. If I'm being perfectly honest, whoa! With you um, before I had Miami winning it, I had um, I, I felt very good that Miami would do something crazy. The Bills would would grab a wild card. The Jets would grab a wild card, kind of thing. Like I liked everybody in this in this division, but I, I still like everybody. But as I've gone back and I've kind of Looked at how this is coming together. Miami's been very, very quiet this preseason, which is good. Uh, I like the way Tua looks. I like a lot of things. But I went back to just liking the Bills better than everybody else. I, I just I think that when you get past the excitement of the Jets, I think the Jets are, are going to be a fun team to watch all season long. When you get past the, I want to have an upset, I'll pick Miami over Buffalo. And then when you notice that Belichick may actually be insane with some of the moves he's made recently. Uh, it just, to me, the AFC East will be won by the Buffalo Bills. 
I like how we start with the hardest one here, because this has been driving me nuts all summer. Because I also, way back when, liked Miami to win this division. And it feels like the Bills, the Dolphins, and the Jets are all so close. So what's going to separate these teams? How is it going to look when it's all done and how it shakes out? It's within one win for each of these teams for me. I just keep going back to the schedule and being like, okay, maybe they're going to beat that. Maybe they're going to beat this team. Maybe they're going to beat that team. I look at Buffalo's schedule, and I see the Bengals jumping out in early November. That's going to be a tough game for them. I look at the Jets, and I see the Eagles early in the season. I see the Giants early in the season. Is that 0-2? Is that 50-50? Is that 2-0? I know the Eagles and the Giants are on the Dolphins' schedule. There's the NFC East battles, the Cowboys, and everything else. It's so close, but I'm going to lean towards the Dolphins still. And this is three teams that will have double-digit victories in the AFC East. The Dolphins because of tiebreakers. The Dolphins because of how balanced it seems. It feels like I have less question marks, which is bizarre to say about the Jets. But a lot of those new faces have not played for gangrene yet. The Dolphins have a little bit more of an understanding for I'm going to continue to lean towards Miami to win the division. And this is not going to be decided until late December. The Dolphins, because of the matchups and bye weeks and how it shakes down on their schedule, benefit plus tiebreakers. Give me Miami barely to win the AFC East. But a little spoiler there. I think all three teams are going to be in contention for the postseason. I, I like I like most of what you said. There's two, there's two reasons I changed, right? Because... Again, I had I had Miami, um, but there's two there's two things, and one thing is something that I kept saying that was was kind of like a negative thing, or at least intended to be a negative thing, and there was one thing you kept saying that ended up being kind of a negative thing, and the one thing I kept saying is if I'm Stefan Diggs, I'm ticked off because you didn't get better. We're still the team that you know dominated the AFC East and then lost to the Chiefs of the Bengals we're still that team. So like, okay, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Woo! So no one's beat them yet. That's why would I, why would I downgrade them past these other teams? Even though the jets have shown a lot. I mean, the jets look, the jets have so much riding on them. I, but I just, I don't want to fall in love with hard knocks and one jets drive. And, and, you know, I don't want to show too much respect, Mr. Rogers, but the other one that keeps coming up to me is, you kept talking about Jonathan Taylor should go to Miami. Like I think, you, I think any running back that's been out there, you have linked to Miami. Yes. And then I'm like, Raheem Mostert is not really. He doesn't blow my skirt up. I'm not too excited. So again, you didn't get better. I didn't get worse. I think it, it could easily be. I, I you know basically like you said. I think there's going to be three teams that cannibalize the Patriots this year, which is crazy to say, and three teams that could very well have double digit wins tiebreakers, whatever, but I got I got to scramble back to Buffalo. There's a chance you listening on our digital sign on Apple and Spotify. You might be jumping around on this episode to find where your favorite team is. So let me give you this take in case you don't listen to our four bold takes for the 2023 NFL season that's coming up instead of the top four at four brought to you by Mohawk Honda. Here's one of my bold takes. That January 7th date, the Bills play the Dolphins. That game will be played in primetime. I don't know if it's Saturday. I don't know if it's Sunday. They're doing something with that date. That game, that date will determine the AFC East winner. And I'll take Miami in that game. 
I've already invested in a game <laughs> four plus months from now, but that will be a primetime game to decide the AFCs. I don't know if that's bold of a take. Maybe we won't even make the top four at four, but I feel confident in that take. Yeah, the, the hmm. I just I, I'm I can't I can't take it away from them until somebody takes it away from them. Okay, that's it. That's pretty much it. Woo! And, and woo! but the Patriots just I'm I'm very I don't know where they're going. Like it's weird. Like. All those years of being, ah, Brady's officially too old to win in the NFL. And uh, one of these years, everyone will figure out Belichick. Well, Brady finally looks like he wants to be an owner versus a a player. Um, Who knows? Might still show up on the field at some point. He probably could still play. But this is, it feels like Belichick has finally reached that level of, I'm so smart that you all think I'm crazy. Or am I so crazy that only I think I'm smart at this point? Yes. All of those things. A week ago, Levac, you and I were talking about how the Patriots constructed that roster in that final week of August, where when the 53-man roster was out, they had one quarterback, two tight ends, two running backs, yeah, 11 yeah. linemen. Yeah. I don't know where Bill Belichick's going with this. Is it what you just said of, hey, I'm so good at this, I've reinvented football, and you all have to tell me how smart I am because I'm winning championships and Super Bowls, while other people are like, yeah, but... You're doing it the wrong way. Is he just like a really stubborn college football coach that wants to run the wishbone offense and wants to run power eye? Is he that guy? Is he that smart? Was he never that smart? Was Tom Brady the reason why he won? Why doesn't he name coordinators? I am confused by Belichick. And at some point, it's going to come up and catch him. I know he had the quotes too in August about not going all in on championships. Okay. But your legacy gets more and more confusing by doing these bizarre things. And Patriot fan, Mac Jones hasn't proven it to me yet. Who in the world's playing wide receiver for the Pats? The camp reports were, it's the worst some local reporters have ever seen. I can't buy New England. Even as good as a coach as Belichick is, it's too loaded of a division. You know what's the weirdest part? is I like that wide receiver room more than most people do. Like If, if you told me that I had a wide receiver room, with uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, Devonta Parker, Kendrick Bourne, and they were headlined by, you know, Devonta Adams, uh, uh, Calvin Ridley, any like any guy where I'm like, that's a pure number one with those guys. That's a scary room. Like this is a lot of a lot of Robins and no Batman, but that doesn't always play poorly, you know, because you you realistically speaking, you go into the week going, okay. Juju's the guy. We got to stop Juju. Top guy goes on Juju. Well, then all of a sudden, Devontae Parker remembers that he could, he has the skill to play as a 8, 9, 10 reception a game guy. He could do it. He just has never done it consistently. And then, you know, Kendrick Bourne. He's another guy who's had a couple big games. All of a sudden, those two dudes start popping off for five, six catches a game. That's a weird room. You know, I mean, all of a sudden, Mac Jones looks like he, he can sling it. It's... He better because there's nobody behind him. Uh, but you know, it's it's that's a maybe one of the least of my worries when I look at the okay. Patriots roster. So that that uh, really hurts me too. You know, as uh, here in Patriot Nation, we're very sad that that's that we're the defending <laughs> we're the party defending the wide receiver room for for the New England Patriots. So all right, so just the, just the winner of the AFC East. For me, Buffalo Bills hold on to it. For you, the Miami Dolphins. All right, so so that's the the AFC East. Well, you know, obviously 
when we talk wild cards, I'm sure we'll be back to the AFC East at some point. Um, Levat and Gaz, Fox Sports Radio, 959, 980. Wanna always thank our friends over at Hooters who have been a big part of our, our fantasy coverage and everything else. Uh, so I want I just want to I want to sneak that in and not because I'm probably gonna go over there and eat after the show. Uh, <laughs> let's do the NFC East. I um one thing I know I know your opinion of the NFC East has changed, guys, because you've hinted to it over the last couple weeks, last couple of days at least. Um I'm assuming that you saw the Washington Commanders go three and oh and that 24-0 streak of the Baltimore Ravens, and now you believe in the Commanders. You think the Commanders are going to win the NFC East. That is not what's changed okay, about right, Means right, Division. Okay. No. Take a look. Uh, if a anything, point. I feel like there's been a I think, big... Did you, are you wearing a Howl a Maniac t-shirt? I thought you were... You, is that what he's going by? The I, don't I don't Let know. Let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> Sam Howell was okay in North Carolina. He was okay. And Drake May has actually probably been better than him at North Carolina. Here's what's happened in the NFC East for me this summer. It's two teams and everybody else. The okay. Washington Commanders are in a weird spot for the franchise. Another bold take here. They're blowing through everybody. Like, everybody's gone. Rivera's going to be gone. And it's not even because he does that bad of a job this season. It's because they got a new owner. Everyone wants their own thing. Don't be shocked. You know, I joked around there about Drake May. I wouldn't be shocked if they drafted another North Carolina quarterback next season because they've got new ownership. They want yeah. their own guys. I get that. It is what and it is. And there's that, you smell that? That, that Snyder stink? Mm-hmm. It's on a lot of things. Yeah, so Washington's going to be bad this season. And I want to focus in on the Dallas Cowboys here quickly because they stink. Cowboy <laughs> fan. Chris, who's in the office here, I know is a big Cowboy fan. Let me tell you, they're going to be terrible. I want Dallas to be good because for a long time I was a – Levesque, I think last year you had the Cowboys as a Super Bowl team. Yeah. The season previous I had them in the NFC title game. We've both been Cowboy believers. I'm a huge Dak Prescott fan. I used to always hype him up for fantasy because people forgot about how many 300-plus yard games, if you're in bonus leagues. That team – what happened? Like, did Jerry Jones just get too excited because the I'm, running back – I'm raising my hand. Okay, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, answer that Mike one for me. Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy um, turns out can't win it all without Aaron Rodgers. That's Mike McCarthy. Dallas, you got C.D. Lamb on the outside. Awesome wide receiver. But when it comes to defense, when it comes to making plays on offense, the Trey Lance trade, Dallas fans, you guys are going to be terrible this season. I don't understand what you did this offseason. I see Dallas and Washington both being below 500 teams and both in the mix at some point of this season being in the top 5 to 10 for an NFL draft pick. It's the Eagles and the Giants. I will take the Eagles to win the division in both teams. Uh, Yeah, I'll go double digits again here. Double digit win teams, both the Eagles and Giants. Well, you know what? We... There's a lot of similarities in how we feel about the NFC East. I, I'll, I'll start. I'll start where you finished with Dallas. I think the Dallas roster, under the right tutelage, could be a true contender. I think Dak can still sling it. You brought up Ceedee Lamb, Tony Pollard, showing that he can give you what you need out of that backfield. Um, the defense has some playmakers, and Dan Quinn has a defensive mind that's been known to, to you know give other offenses fits. All those things. Jerry Jones has told us through his actions that he does not believe in this team. He has told us through his actions that he's going to bring in Trey Lance. He is going to uh, empower Mike McCarthy or, as some would say, give himself enough rope to hang himself with. I, I, I feel like 
the moves we've seen Jerry Jones pull off this year speak to, I already know who my next head coach is. And I've brought in enough things to entice him, you know, barring McCarthy blowing my mind and, and having, you know, a top three offense and putting us in the playoffs with his play calling, uh, the new coach will either be Dan Quinn or, you know, somebody out there that he likes that he just, he hasn't, he knows, he finally thinks he can get Lincoln Riley because he's got a quarterback room with, with Dak and, and Trey Lance, whatever it is. But I think if you look at what Jerry Jones has done, it screams a lack of faith in Mike McCarthy. Um, that plus everything you said about the the commanders, I mean, there's talk about changing the name back. There's they've got a, they've got over a hundred thousand signatures to go back to the Redskins, which we're not even supposed to say out loud anymore. That's not happening. It's nice I, that's never happening. But I'm but saying yeah. that, to your point of they want to change everything. Um, <laughs> New York State broadcaster, Hall of Famer Bob Osfeld had a quote. Every time a new program director came in, that's the boss of the station. And everybody would start freaking out. He would go, calm down. Of course, they got to come in. They got to pee on everything and show us they own it. And they'll make a couple changes and everything will calm down. We'll be fine. Just relax. Leave alone. So that's it. Yeah, he's coming in. <laughs> this is mine. This is mine. Mine, mine, mine. A little territorial whizzing. And, and we'll have a whole new team for you, for you Washington fans. I got the Eagles winning it too. I, I, I love the Giants. I, I think I have it coming down to like a game. You know, if if the Giants, if somehow the Giants win in Philly and they win in, in Jersey, like if they win both those games against the Eagles, the Giants win the East. I just don't think the Eagles, I think there's a good chance of a Super Bowl hangover, but not enough that it keeps them from winning the NFC East. All right. We're, we're, oh, we're, feeling, we're off to a good start here, LeVac. Wait, so, wait, we're agreeing, which means we both are wrong. Um, <laughs> all right, so that's, so that's the, the NFC East. We both have the Eagles. Both, both got the Eagles. Both think the Giants have a good season. And flipping over back to the AFC East, we think the Bills, Dolphins, and Jets will battle it out for that division. But you got the Bills on top. I got the Dolphins on top. Correct. Okay. So there you go. So now we know we know two of our of our playoff contenders are are, are going to be ready to go, and uh, th- that's the start of it. And I'm ready to take a nap. I think it's. I think we've done enough for one day. Before you take your nap, why don't you tell us about our friends over at Mohawk Chevrolet? <laughs> you know what? It's funny you mentioned that because the truck has a bed. <laughs> truck bed nap in the truck bed uh yeah mohawk chevrolet man so phenomenal just it's it's amazing when you see something grow the way we've been able to watch this happen of course we've been part of the mohawk family you know through mohawk honda and and the collision center forever but when andy gelcher came to me and went you know i got got a chevy dealership going you know jeff and i got a chevy dealership we're gonna do this it'll be great and you see this thing, and if originally they take over one spot, then they build their facility. They continue to build the facility bigger, better, better selection, even better people. It's just, it's just amazing. And what I love most about the growth of Mohawk Chevrolet is as they've done it, the one thing that has never, ever wavered is the commitment to you, to me, the customer, when we go and get our vehicles, when we get our service, when we go to carbravo.com and look at how to find even different vehicles and even bigger selection than they already have in a lot. It's all there for you, and they're there to take care of you through it all. Find new roads to Car Bravo and Mohawk Chevrolet, where they always go out of their way to please you. Let's do, um, let's do the North. We'll do the North. And, uh, and and then see where we go from there. The North coming up next. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. 
NFL preview show, the the September edition. We're uh, we're only days away from the season kicking off on Thursday. Cannot wait. Very fired up. And then we uh, we have football straight through. So uh, we'll be at Rivers every Sunday. Shout out to Rivers. I cannot wait for this. 11 to 1 every Sunday. You're looking for fantasy football plays. You're looking for wagering plays. Set it on your presets. 9.80 a.m., 95.9 FM, 1031-HD2 if you're looking there. Uh, you, the me. The iHeart app. Don't that, forget the app. Shout out to the app. All that. We're going to be there giving you the plays. I cannot wait. It's going to be a lot of fun every Sunday live from Rivers Casino and Resort. Yes. Um, and most importantly, I really enjoy my Sunday in-person wagers. It's always been fun for me. It's something I grab a coffee on the way over, hit the machine. I feel it's just cool. It's just a good way to do it. I mean, I enjoy I like having the ability to wager in my hand, but going to the machine, having the ticket, it's just different. It hits different, as the kids say, Gaz. <laughs> um, all right, so make your place to hang out with us at Rivers. Gaz is buying coffee for everyone, Irish style. Am I? I it's worth a try. I threw it out there. See what happened. All right, here we go. We're going to get into the uh, AFC North, and this is one, Gaz, I was I was all, all about um, – Bad touch, Watson, and, and the Browns. <laughs> and I think there, there's something, you know, I still feel like that could be a really, really good call. I think they've got tons of talent. Um, I, I do I do love the roster, but I look at the North a little more clearly now after seeing things, seeing everybody make up and, you know, do a drum circle in Baltimore. I thought that was very nice. Um, Pittsburgh. Whoo, girl, Pittsburgh looks real. That defense looks scary. Cincinnati, I know we're not supposed to worry about Joe Burrow, but I'm a little worried about Joe Burrow. And again, there's there's Cleveland where I, you know, I, I would love to see more Deshaun Watson, see exactly who he's going to be. But again, I, I, I really, really like Cleveland. I, I may not like him as much now. I felt so bad for you this summer about the Cleveland Browns because <laughs> – you could check the old episode. I'm pretty sure I said during the July preview show, I said, there is not a team that is confusing me more this summer than the Cleveland Browns. And that confusion got worse throughout the summer as we sit here in September because here's what happened for LeVac. And I watched it. I listened to Colin Cowherd, who's on before us, and Jason McIntyre, and all these wagering experts. In the AFC, this team of the summer has been the Cleveland Browns. And I'm not talking headlines and training camp. I'm talking about the people who wager on games. The future bets. Everybody fell in love with Cleveland this summer for the, the what are they called? Not the smarks. That's a wrestling term. The uh, the sharps. Is yeah, the rest, sharps. Yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. the term there. I was doing smart mark. Nobody gets that <laughs> reference. Uh, what happened with Cleveland is that everybody hopped in the bandwagon. It turned into like that March Madness 4-13 matchup that you don't want anyone else to have on your bracket. You're like, yeah. shh, quiet, quiet about Murray State. That's my upset. Don't shh. Quit saying their name out loud. That's what happened to the Cleveland Browns. To the point now, I'm confused about Cleveland. Here's what's happened for me with the North. I'm going to stick with the Bengals. But because I now have been convinced by you earlier this summer and the Sharps, the math is not adding up for the playoffs for the North. This is going to be a much tighter division than I thought about because of how much love Cleveland gets. Remember, they're a playoff team not too long ago and won a playoff game against Pittsburgh. Different quarterback then. Totally with you on the Steelers. 17 consecutive seasons. Mike Tomlin's had a non-losing record in Pittsburgh. Unbelievable of how consistent he's been. One of the great franchises professionally in American sports. Cincinnati's my pick. 
But the math is a mess when it comes to if there's even going to be a second team from the North coming out because of how tight the division is going to be and how few wins are going to be in the North. Okay, so originally, just the Browns. That's who I had. And I'm, I'm again. I'll be. I'm going to be honest with you. Even though you know you kind of brought up some of the reasons I've I've fallen off the Browns. One of which being as soon as everybody starts calling it a sharp play, it's probably no longer a sharp play. <laughs> like you said, like when I've got that four, I, I know that four is going to get it done. Gonna, as soon as you hear somebody else go, that four is going to. You're like, oh, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute. How'd I, they know about this? Hang right. on. I mean, still Deshaun Watson, Nick Chubb, Amari Cooper, Elijah Moore, and Joku, like Miles Garrett, Dalvin Tomlinson, Zadarius Smith. Like, this is a roster that could slap the daylights out of everyone. There's no, there's, there's no, <laughs> there's very little that Cleveland has done to change my opinion. However, there is a ton that Pittsburgh and, and Baltimore have done to change my opinion. Um, I have gone, I, I'm complete 180 on Pittsburgh. I think even though that's a really young offense, even though I think that is a um, – there's a chance that that everything we're seeing is fool's gold, I think they can score enough to go with that defense. Like, realistically, what are we asking Kenny Pickett to do with his little hands? What, 16, <laughs> 18 points a game, and you're probably winning 9, 10? You know, if, yeah. he, he, 20, if they score 20 points a game, they're probably an 11-game winner with that defense. However, Baltimore is just a special organization. Lamar Jackson has something to prove. Odell Beckham Jr. Just on and on and on and on. So I am going to completely flip the script. I'm going to take Baltimore to win the AFC North now. Whoa, okay. Off the Brown bandwagon a little bit. All right. Yeah, I had to flush the Browns just for now. But it's good. It's it's not even really. It's one of those things where like the Browns are sitting. I'm like, wow, the Browns look really, really good. The Browns look really, really good. And then Pittsburgh walks in. I'm like, wow, Pittsburgh, you in the gym, huh? What's up? What's up? How you been? Like, and then Baltimore walks in. I'm like, damn, I always forget how good looking Baltimore is. And Baltimore is that damn good looking. And, and Lamar Jackson is is healthy, well rested, ready to go. Oh, and by the way, has the best wide receiver room he's ever had. I don't. And and everybody behind him looks like a clone of him. You know, like like when you clone some somebody, yeah. like there's there's they get like a little slower. Maybe not quite as smart. You know, Tyler Hundley's right there, and I know they're going to have, you know, the, the practice squad is going to be four other dudes who can run, you know, four fives or better and and have really strong arms. Like, that's what it's going to be. It's, just, it's all it's going to be. So so that's what I'm taking. I'm taking Baltimore in, in, in the north, and I feel pretty good. <laughs> it's tough, man. It's going to be a battle all year long in that division oh, for sure. There's definitely going to be. There's going to be beverages popping over this one if I get that right, um, and I don't. Sometimes, sometimes I think I let fantasy dictate reality to me. I know we do fantasy versus reality. Um, I, I may have, may have changed my tune in the in the NFC too. Oh, they, hey, this is good. <laughs> this is good because this is what happens in the summer. You start seeing teams that are backing off a little bit. Teams you, also, you love and hate. Why do you like you, you also like because it means I'm closer to agreeing with you. I don't mind that part. <laughs> All right. So do you want me to just tell you what I did? Yes. All right. I had the Lions as the winner of the NFC North. That was my team. Felt really strong about it. Really liked it. And then I drafted Justin Jefferson, number one in one of our fantasy leagues. 
And I really started looking at what Minnesota is doing, and I think that they are on their way. I got purple winning both sides, AFC and NFC North. Vikings, skull! It would be nice to have the Lions win that division. I'm rooting for the Lions. They're the underdog. I want to see them break through. Dan Campbell, all the storylines that are out there in Detroit. The NFL is very funny when they do things because the Lions and Vikings do not play until Christmas Eve. Then they there's a Packer game in between for the Vikings. Then they get the Lions again. So the NFL saw this from the beginning of the season. They're like, you know, we probably think it's going to be Lions-Vikings. Yep. Put those babies at the end of the season. So there it is. Like The winner of the North is going to be decided in week 16 and week 18. I'm glad I caught myself there with that expanded regular season. And that also is a potential primetime game on January 7th. I will lean towards the Vikings, and I will stick with Minnesota on this pick. Detroit could have had their moment last year. They're in the primetime game against Green Bay. It doesn't work out. I know that a lot of other playoff things moved up leading to that game, but it ends up not being the Lions. We did the Ric Flair thing earlier in the show to be the man. You've got to beat the man. Detroit, you got to prove it to me. I just mentioned the Pittsburgh Steelers are one of the best professional sports franchises in North America. The Lions are the opposite. They're terrible. It's a tradition of being bad. <laughs> Minnesota, you were one of the best teams in the NFL last season. New York clipped you in the postseason. Your roster is actually not as good as it was last year. I think the Dalvin Cook loss is a big deal. You're relying a lot on Kirk Cousins. Jordan Addison, fantasy football alert. Get ready for a keeper pick. You got him sitting in the 7th, 8th, ninth round. Probably already drafted him by now. Good for you. That kid is a star. I'm taking Minnesota to continue to win the North, and Detroit is going to be struggling to be a playoff team. Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, uh, same. You know what I mean? Same. Like, there's games where they can go out there and annihilate you. And then there's games where they can go out there and you can be like, how the hell did some rando get into a starting quarterback's uniform and get out on the field? I don't understand. With Kirk, it's any game after 1 p.m. Um, but, like, when you – the running back room is a little, a little suspect for Minnesota – Detroit, it's Amon Ross St. Brown and the ghost of Marvin Jones and the suspended Jameson Williams. And, you know, it's it's very scary. You know, you, you don't even have TJ Hawkins anymore. Oh, by the way, he's in purple. So, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, it, it hurt me to do it. I'm a Kirk Cousins hater. It's a known thing. I go out of my way to hate on the guy. Hate, hate, hate. But I can't anymore. And, and to your point, like, the Bears have to show me even more. The Packers have to show me even more. I, I there's a lot of excitement out of their quarterbacks because I don't know what love is going to be. I don't know if Fields can do it for a full season. But that's not enough for me to put them ahead of either of those other two teams. Fields rushing yards felt like an anomaly. You watched him in the Big Ten when he played for Ohio State when he was number one player yeah. in the country when he was at Georgia and transfer. He's not Lamar Jackson. He's not RG three. He's not these quarterbacks that are truly a dual threat. And it's hard for me to say that after the season he had last year, but that's just not been his thing. He hasn't been that type of player. Even going back to high school, he wasn't like that. So if you're banking on huge numbers rushing there, just be aware. Like That's not really what's happened in his past. As for the Packers, Big Al's going to not like this take. <laughs> and he's going to remember it because I've been doing it all summer. The Green Bay Packers will be the second worst team in the NFL this season. And I was wanted wow. to get really strong about it and tell you they're going to be the worst. But they're going to be the second worst they're going to be looking for a quarterback. They are going to be bad for a very long time. That is a bad roster. They are the opposite of Belichick. Belichick feels like he's good enough to win with a roster he puts together. Green Bay does too. The thing is, they got really spoiled with Farvin Rodgers, and they are done getting gifts. 
they're going to realize how hard it is to compete in the NFL without Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Green Bay, bad this season. The second worst record in the NFL. Maybe even tied with Arizona, but somehow Arizona gets the benefit through a bad tiebreaker and gets the number one pick. I, I, I honestly think the Bears would be like fifth pick. Okay. But so, I mean, obviously not good, but fifth because Cardinals are going to be the worst. Um, we haven't we haven't delved into the other the other teams. I mean, <laughs> it's it's just I look. Well, actually, I think Patriots are going to be worse than the Bears. Oh, I, I do. I just don't like what they're doing. Patriot Nation. Hey, 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 hey. Um, the other the other one of the other ones will be in the south whatever do you do i I haven't looked at the clock what do you want to do let's do this let's do the south because my west takes aren't you know what levac let's do the south let's do the south because my south takes aren't as strong my actually west takes are a little stronger so let's do the south here my south takes are extremely strong and that's why i don't really feel like i need a lot of time on them because i think that when you look at what's going on in jacksonville it is it like i know urban meyer kicked a kicker He's got to be kicking himself, right? <laughs> I mean, you had a lot of this talent already. Peterson comes in and goes, "Bro, <laughs> this is easy. <laughs> I've got, I've got a, a stud quarterback who I just got to teach to get comfortable out here. I got ATN, who's this weird weapon. Zay Jones all of a sudden remembered he's a heck of a receiver. Oh, by the way, now I got Calvin Ridley. I got, I got all these things going on. A defense that is, it plays out of their, out of their cleats every, every game day." I just I think Jacksonville is the class of the AFC South, and it is not close. Like I don't think there is anyone even close to them. As a matter of fact, I think the Colts are a team that's going to pick in front of the Bears, and I think they're going to do it on purpose. Like I think it's going to be at some point the the Cardinals and the Colts are going to be very upset with each other because they're like, well, yeah, we lost Sunday, yeah, so did we. Dang it! Well, we're gonna lose next week, and so will we. You know, like it's gonna be a, a race to the bottom between those two. Yes, I, I'm with you on this, and this is a part that's gonna frustrate some NFL fans. Whatever team is your favorite, remember, we're not doing a power ranking of who we think the seven best teams are from each conference. You saw this in the past with bad divisions. I mentioned this about the North just a few minutes ago. Math is in the favor of the Jags. I'm with you on the Jags. Everything makes sense. You had a great take on Jacksonville. I'm with you. I'm giving Jacksonville the South as well. I feel really good about Jacksonville for the math and the Colts and the Texans are in bad spots. Anthony Richardson still to me feels like he was overdrafted. He had a few good games in college. He's going to struggle, especially with Taylor suspended early. I'm not a fan of CJ Stroud. You and I watched him a lot of times in college. His best games were against the best teams. The worst, excuse me, the worst games of his career were against the best teams in college. He also had multiple NFL receivers. They're not getting that open like they did at Ohio State for you. Mm -hmm. He's going to struggle. Here's what I'll give about Tennessee. I told you that thing about math. Tennessee gets the Texans. Tennessee <laughs> gets the Colts. They get them four times. So, Titan fan, your team may not be as good as teams in the North, but math, like the Hunger Games, is forever in your favor. I'm going to hold on to the Titans because they might be somewhere dancing around the playoffs. Maybe not a great team, but because of the matchups, the Titans might benefit. I'm not going to... Give that away quite yet, but look out for Tennessee benefiting from the schedule. The Titans quarterback room has to have the highest average draft pick per quarterback, right? Like Ryan Tannehill was was early, even though he was a wide receiver convert yep. for Miami. Now you got Willis. Now you got Levis. Like, and by the way, I don't think there's a single person in the world who feels like this team wins unless Derrick Henry runs his face off. That's right. And you got DeAndre Hopkins. 
And you know, I just defense I have, is pretty solid. The, very solid. And Vrabel's your coach, so the defense is going to play well. And let me say, it's gotten better. More. There were times where nobody was tackling. They've gotten better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Vrabel's not going to let that happen. No, forever. no, no. But I still, honestly, <laughs> when I was looking at this season. I think Tennessee is one of the only teams that the Texans or Colts will have a chance to beat in their schedule, too. <laughs> but your point of, like, yo, here's four wins, guys. Go, go get them. Can you get six more and be a double-digit <laughs> right. playoff team? And two years ago, the Titans were the number one seed in the AFC. All right, down to the uh, NFC South. This one's got to sting for you a little bit there, Gazi Bear. I think um, I, I think this is the Saints almost as strongly as I felt like like Jacksonville was taking the AFC South. <laughs> I think the Saints are gonna are the are the class of this of this division. Earlier in the show, we mentioned the Browns have been the sharp team that people love in the AFC. I know the Falcons have got a lot of love this summer. People are yeah. looking at Atlanta because of the young rookies. Here's the problem with Atlanta: Kyle Pitts hasn't been good. They're like, look at all these first round picks and the young talent. Okay, he hasn't been good. He's, when he, when healthy, he's been good. I guess fantasy people overhyped him. That's a better all way right, to phrase okay, it. Like okay. everyone thought he was the next Tony Gonzalez. Me, uh, I might have overhyped him. Maybe it was me. So look, Pitts in London and Ritter and Bijan Robinson. I know they were a great running team last year. I'm not buying the Falcon hype. Tampa, my beloved Buccaneers. You guys have impressed me this summer. Sean Tucker. Hope gets a lot of carries. I made the 53. But Tampa's gone from like a four win team to a six win team. Yeah. It's better than it was a few minutes ago. The Panthers. Hey, you won a Super Bowl not too long ago. That's right. We went all in. Yeah. We had another we there. That's fine. That's fine. Well, we speak <laughs> French on the show. It's fine. Uh, the Panthers, they were terrible. They got a ways to go. So the South is bad. The Saints benefit. The Saints win the division. The Saints are going to have a ton of wins this season. This is the worst division in football in 2023. New Orleans benefits. New Orleans runs away with the South. They might clinch this thing by Thanksgiving. Yeah, I think the Panthers are going to be right there with the Bears for that fifth pick. Um, I, I like... I like Arthur Smith, the head coach for Atlanta. I think he is going to do some creative things with what he has, and I think he'll win some games you don't expect him to. Um, Tampa, I just I'm not a Baker guy. I you know get, get Will Brown on the phone. I won that argument. Get him <laughs> over here. Um, and I just I think that when you look at what New Orleans is, if Dennis Allen is ever going to be respected as a good head coach in this league, this is his year. Because that defense has all the personnel you need to, to compete and win. Uh, Derek Carr is a legit starting quarterback in this league, and he's got plenty of weapons. So this is the year for you. If you can't do it, you're not going to be able to do it. That's all there is to it. Uh, so I'll take New Orleans with the, with the South. Um, and you know, Tampa again. Yeah, you won the Super Bowl not too long ago. So good, 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 good for you. Um, I feel like, actually, I feel like New Orleans and Jacksonville are probably looking at the rest of, the, of their Southern compadres. And they're going to just go over to usxpest.com and be like, we have these little vermin around here, these little things that are trying to sneak into our houses, and we just don't want them around. Can we get the non-chemical exclusion package to keep the Buccaneers out, to keep the, to keep the Texans out and the Colts out? Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe Frank come over and do a little spraying. Like, luckily, there's no bats, so we don't have to worry about seasonal evictions. Can we can we get the platinum package from either USX Pest Control? I didn't know where that was going to go, but I like where it's gone. I think you've covered this well with USX Pest Control. I was going to do some stupid thing. I'm going to be looking at bugs outside my house while the bugs play, but I won't. Because I know for USX Pest Control, they've taken care of me all summer long. They can do the same for you. You don't need to be distracted by your bad team playing bad on a Sunday and looking at bugs. USX Pest Control can help you. They've done it for LeVanc. They can do it for you. Absolutely. Starts with that free inspection, usxpest.com. Coming up, we'll do the West. AFC, NFC West previews for you. That's on the way. LeVanc Gaz, it's the NFL season preview 
right here on Fox Sports Radio 95.9 at 980. The now worst kept secret in the LeVac arsenal is C4 Smart and Ultimate Energy. Like I, I, I had it. It was my advantage. It was it was performance enhancement. It was why I was shot out of a cannon at the start of every show. I I was I was gullible and nice. I shared it with Gaz, and now Gaz somehow is, is known for having more energy than me in the office. I don't understand this. Thank you, Levac. Thank you, C4, for getting the day You're started welcome. right. I opened up my fridge the other day. I saw some C4s in there. I wondered, ah. <laughs> that's how it felt in Levac. We got some cool so news. So you're in the same boat as me then? Yes. Okay, because I have C4, I have a drawer that's mine in my fridge because now my daughter and her boyfriend live with, with me in my house, and no one was going in my drawer until I started filling it because it used to be like you know a bunch of beer. That's a, it's whatever, and they don't care. Whatever you know, they're kids, not kids. They're both twenty one, but they are like seltzer. So the beer was safe. All of a sudden, I fill it with C four. I go back; it's half gone. So like when you say you open it, and it's still there. The C four injury. You're like, oh, okay. So it's me too. By yes, the way, yes, it is. If you don't like to taste the coffee, if you like the other energy drinks, C four actually tastes good. You don't have that weird feeling after. You just got the energy and the boost that you need. Especially if you're a parent, you just need the extra boost. You're up late. Your hours have been all over the place in the summer and the fall. And we've got some exciting news. If you missed it last week, by the way, the Smart Energy Bank Roll Challenge is back. But oh. this time, it's just Levac versus guys. You mano and mano. You versus me. We're not going to talk about what happened the last one involving horse racing and everything else. This time. I'm ready. We're going to have our locks, our picks. That's what we're going to be going off keep, of. Can I keep this R-O-I. money? Can I, I keep this money? I hope so. We'll talk to C4 about can it. I talk, can we talk to my guy Spence? Like, I know he's been nice enough to give us all the C4 we want. We, we don't, like, I still go to Speedway and get the smart energy, get the, the ultimate energy. What's up, brother? But, like, can I just keep it? Because I'm better if I can just be greedy and keep I'll donate some of it. I just want it first. Uh, get some C4 <laughs> smart and ultimate energy today at Speedway. It's Levac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. <laughs> I told Howard, the, the big boss, boss, boss Howard, the, the other day, I was like, that's why I, I didn't win the C4 Smart Energy Challenges. It was for other people. And I'm like, I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm my own favorite charity. I'm very, I'm very charitable. My friends at Special Olympics will tell you how much I help out, and you know, um, actually, Polar Plunge registrations underway, buddy. All right, are we gonna do a Levac and Gaz team this year? You tell me when the weekend is, and I will be there. All right, very good. These kind of things I'm all about, but if it's a competition, it's like literally what's in it for me. Like, I, and I'm not trying to be a jerk. I don't have to try. It's just natural. But like that's like a, a competition, a challenge. I have to know how I benefit, or I just don't care. That's how I was. I was built to compete, much like my Raiders. Oh wait, um, the <laughs> the Levac and Gaz NFL preview show rolls on live. We're actually in the GT Toys studio, toys with a Z. That never happens. We're usually that the the studio is travels with us. It's in our hearts, but today we are in oh, it. That was nice. You like that? Um, AFC West. Big, you ready for this? The shock of all shocks. All right. I'm going to take the Chiefs. Ooh. I think the Kansas City Chiefs, I don't know if you've heard of this guy, Patrick Mahomes. He's pretty good. I think he's got a future in the NFL. Sounds like Kermit. Plays like Brady. 
Chiefs are going to go ahead and take down the AFC West. Let me hit myself in the back of the head with a yeah, chair. Come here. One more time. Can I do it for you? Last year, to throw at you. my smoldering hot take in our preview show. I'll say I was wrong when I was wrong. I said last year the Chiefs weren't going to make the playoffs. Now, out loud, you're like, you idiot guys, they won the Super Bowl. <laughs> hang on, hang on. We always forget this. We always forget this. Like a year or two passes. Remember what it was last year. There were people. This time, one year ago, that was talking about the 2022 AFC West is the greatest division in football history. Seriously. Like, that was the storyline last year. The Chargers, the Broncos, the Raiders, the Chiefs. That did not turn out to be the case. I'm with you. I'm taking the Chiefs. But this division is still really good. Like, the Raiders are going to be really good. And I'm talking Ooh, about somewhere in that like, I like top. really good. Really good. The Broncos benefit because they stunk last year. Their schedule is soft. Speaking of stink, did you hear what I just did in here? Whew. I did not. Sorry, sorry, GY crew. I took over the GY room today, and it's not going to be good for them. Right when we were talking about the Raiders' rivals, too. We'll yeah, let that's, them how, go. that's how I feel about Air Chargers. And the Chargers, they've added some offensive weapons. You've told me many a time, LeVac, you do not trust their coach because he's a kid playing Madden. Even I agreed with that. Yes, you are allowed to punt, L.A., you can punt on fourth down. Really good division. I'm taking the Chiefs, but there is one team of all the teams in the NFL mm. this summer that I've changed the most on. You know who that is? The Denver Broncos? It is exactly the Denver yes, Broncos. It absolutely is. You, you too? Yes! You go first. I want you I, to go first on this then. Th- this is, what did I say about Jacksonville a little while ago? Talent without leadership. Now you got talent with leadership. Uh, Sean Payton is going to... Focus them. He's going to put them in the right direction, and they're going to win a lot of football games. Bill Belichick, Mike Tomlin, Sean Payton. Those are the three best coaches of the last 20 years in the NFL. Sean Payton, if it didn't have Bounty Gate, which who knows how that's going to play into his Hall of Fame candidacy in the future, Sean Payton's in that category. The Saints were a horrible franchise. Sorry to Robert. I know you love your Saints, but they were a bad franchise before Sean Payton got there. A lot of people point to Drew Brees. Drew Brees was okay before he got with Sean Payton. Russell Wilson is really, really good. One bad year. And look, it's easy to root against Russell Wilson. I'm not a Russell Wilson fan. But you give him with Sean Payton now and a soft schedule, Denver's the team I've changed the most on. I know Sean Payton's been running his mouth. The Denver Broncos are playoff contenders in 2023, and Russell Wilson has a bounce-back season. Now, here, here's the interesting thing. I think if you look at Russell Wilson, Pete Carroll plays the role of that, I'm everybody's buddy, let's be friends, until you're in his crosshairs, right? Like, I mean, that's who he is. And then you know you're in trouble. There's a way to win. You're going to play my way. You're going to do what I want. Boom, boom, boom. Nathaniel Hackett really thinks he is everybody's buddy. So if you have an Aaron Rodgers who is that, hey, we're going to do this my way, Nathaniel Hackett could be a great coach, but not when you've got Russell Wilson who goes, I finally made it. Pete Carroll's, I'm not going to be under your thumb anymore. And Hackett, let me do what I want. I got offices for friends. I take naps. I bulked up. Let's ride. And all of a sudden, Sean Payton comes in and goes, you're going to lose weight. You're going to get no offices. You're going to play how I say. And there'll be no riding. Shut the bleep up. And and I think you'll see Russell Wilson play um, better. Better. Maybe, uh, his best football, I think you'll – actually, you know what? I think it's going to be his most complete season as a pro. Ooh, because okay. he's always had he's always had peaks and valleys. Even even in his best years, there's points where you're like, "Thank God for the Legion of Boom," you know, "Thank God for this," or "Oh, Russ is cooking." Oh, Russ is burning. Like this, I think this will be his most. I think he'll start 
gradually, and you'll see him take off and stay stay lit up. Here's one other thing to take away. If you're not maybe feeling the Bronco love like LeVac and I are, just think about this statement out loud. hurts me. Can Sean Payton outcoach Josh McDaniels? Yeah, I'll give him that. Can Sean Payton outcoach the L.A. Chargers? Yeah. So if you go 3-1 and one in those games, you hope you grab one against Kansas City, you get to four. The Broncos are pacing for 10 wins at that point. Like, nine is going to be real tight getting you in. 17-game regular season now, you need 10, maybe 11. If you're not the division winner, that's odd saying that out loud, but that's proven to be true. So Denver, if they can go in that, like, if you can go above 500, maybe even six wins in the AFC West, you're in contention to be a playoff team, and that's very realistic. And by the way, just to prove how good the Kansas City Chiefs really are, we just did all that to tell you about the bridesmaid. Because the <laughs> yeah. bride is Kansas City. Until it, Again, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Woo! And the man is, is Mahomes and Reed together. And it doesn't feel like it has that same ego or contention that Brady Belichick started to grow into. Uh, so that's... That, all of that discussion just to tell you that, hey, you know, second place is going to be competitive in the uh, in the AFC West. Moving on to the NFC West. Here's what I know. The Cardinals suck. They are bad, and they're bad by design. First, it was Cliff Kingsbury designing them to be good and not getting there. Now, it's Gannon designing them to just flush everything he didn't want. I think he signed like every single waived player last week. Like I think while every player was waived, he was like, "Oh, I want that one. Oh, I want that one. Oh, I want that one. What about the dudes that play for you that are kind of good? Nope, don't need those. What is that over there?" And I they are just bad. Conversely, the 49ers are really freaking good. And then I'm not 100% sold on on the Seahawks. I'm not 100% out on the Rams. So it's kind of like it's kind of like if if you instead of like an Oreo where it's like really good wafer on both sides and then a filling that's the same, it's like really good top, poo-poo bottom and then a middle that, you know, it could be entertaining. Could be good. Rams are awful. They're terrible. They they went all in. It's a bad roster. After Cooper Cup, I'm struggling to name offensive weapons. That weird Matthew Stafford story of I don't know how to connect with these kids. Like relax, oh, Matthew Stafford. Oh, you're. I see. This kills me. You, you, what this happened? This kills me. He talked to his wife, and she said on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. everybody. Like almost people. Like I literally. Um. Uh. Who's who is it in the morning? Who's one of the pros? Rachel Davis. Joe. No, on, oh. on, on right here on Fox Sports Radio. Not if I'm not, uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington. LeVar Arrington. Distru- I think he's a pillow talker. I think he's talking about us. What else is he telling his wife? Nobody's thinking that, dude. Nobody. And if you are, how soft are you? Soft. I was just, I saw now it's where I could have been like, oh, man, Stafford, pull it together. All these other guys, like. Even you saw it in Hard Knocks uh, last week. Uh, Rogers out there dancing along with everybody else, while the, you know Robert Sala is out there going, "This is about Jeff. I don't know nothing about this here." Like just you know, play the role, learn how to talk to people. You're the quarterback. Tell them to get the hell over here and have a conversation. But then, like all of a sudden, I heard all the oh, he told his wife how he feels. Like that's who you. That's who you're supposed to tell how you feel. <laughs> I don't even have one, and I know that it was a weak story. It was weak, but the Rams are also weak. They but stink. you bought into it. I heard. You. No, I didn't buy into it. I think you it was dumb. Said. I think it was a You're dumb like, story. Oh, he's out here complaining. 
He's done. Matthew Stafford will be bouncing the ball to receivers like Matt Ryan, Big Ben, Eli. Last season. Oh, you know, I'm going to save that one for the top four at four. You think you know where I was going with that, though. Rams are bad. Cardinals are bad. I like the Seahawks a lot. I don't like the Niners as much. The Niners have had an odd offseason. I want to I want to save my Niner take when we talk playoff picture and more. Okay. So I'm going to hold off on my Niner take there, but I'm going to tell you Seattle's really good. That roster improved. They were supposed to be one year ago, one more time. If you did a preview show last year, I bet you and I talked about Seattle being the worst team in the NFL last year. They proved a lot of people wrong. One other thing quickly on the Cardinals, a little preview for our show coming up on Sunday. That's likely unless something bizarre changes. Going to be my favorite play week one. Cardinals with the points because uh, everyone's going to be betting against them. Wow. Okay. But Niners going to win. Niners win the division. Yes. Seattle makes the playoffs. Niners win the division. And um, I'm on the fence about Seattle. Okay. I listen. Geno Smith is going to regress. He's not going to be as good as he was last year. Remember, I said that about Patrick Mahomes after the, like his first couple. Everybody's like, "Oh, I'm like, dude." I said regress. He's gonna he's gonna throw forty touchdowns instead of fifty. Like Geno Smith's still gonna be good. He's gonna be better than we've seen, but he's not gonna do what he did last year. How good is the Seattle defense? Those corners were young and they played really really well last year. Can they keep it up? I got a lot of questions about Seattle. I don't have I have I have like two questions about San Francisco. And one is how do I get more money on betting on them winning at all? No, uh, uh, <laughs> no. But no, it's like seriously, the like two questions are is Brock Purdy what they say he is? And and then after that, is Bosa gonna actually, you know, be a part of this team? Or is he gonna or is he gonna stick his big nose in the air and pretend he doesn't notice them? We're going to give you the four biggest takes for our year. So we're not talking the biggest, predictions. Oh, they're not hottest? Hottest. Like they're hot, Ooh, hot. they are hot. Yeah. They are hot. So not I went bold. Okay. Bold, hot, however we want to do this. Takes. Not predictions, just takes. Whether it's fantasy, whether it's wager, go ahead. Do I have to rank them? You don't have to rank them. Really All right, don't rank them. Just, just spit them out coming up. But before we do that, I want to tell my friends over at Lily and David Fine Jewelers, family-owned and operated business. We're talking rings. We're talking engagement. I want to outlaw the fall wedding, but unfortunately, I've been ignored about that. If you have a fall wedding coming up, hopefully you took advantage of the two-for-one wedding band sale. If you're going to a fall wedding, maybe you're already married or engaged. If you're going and you're kind of dating her, but you're into her, pop the question, guys. You're going to be peppered that entire wedding up. Are you guys married? Are you guys engaged? The place to buy your engagement ring, like I did, is Lillian David Fine Jewelers. The didn't shops I, of Wilton. Didn't I, I forced yours. I pushed you like every day. I was like, did you, did you ask yet? Did you ask yet? Are you married yet? I How long do you think you're going to wait? If you want to go in secrecy and not tell your co-host or any family members yeah. or anyone, well, that's I didn't even okay. know about that. I just pushed the issue because I'm a jerk, but I'm willing to help. Like I'm willing, you, can, you can buy my services of, of me starting to, like, ladies, I will start to pepper your man on social media. Hey, did you go to Lillian David Fine Jewelers yet? Hey, did you pop the question yet? Hey, she's not going to wait forever. Hey, by the way, she's kind of hot. You think she likes fat old men? Like, I'm I'm ready to help. What I'd like to have happen is someone walks into Lillian David Fine Jewelers with like a mustache and glasses, like Groucho Marx. Is that the old? <laughs> oh, it's another Levac and Gaz character, huh? Hey, whether it's Alyssa or David or G or Tammy, whoever's in there, they will help you, even if you're in disguise so no one knows, to buy what she's looking for. It's Lillian David Fine Jewelers, family-owned and operated, you stop in, tell me you heard about my story, Goss's story from Fox Sports 95, 9 and 980. Call Alyssa and tell her that I have figured out how to make both of our dreams come true. How you and I can start getting out of these fall weddings and how Lillian David Fine Jewelers can not only, you know, service the public with a great service, but make cash doing it. Let's come up with a really sweet, like, cash envelope thing that says, hey, you knew this would happen when you scheduled this for, like, but it's so nice 
that they feel like we put a lot of thought into All it, right, okay. and then we don't have to go to the wedding, and then Lily and David can they can sell it. It's the it's the your friend stupidly scheduled a fall wedding package. Thanks to Levac and Gaz at Lily and David Fine Jewelry. Should I like that? I would love that. Four bold predictions from each of us. So it's like eight total predictions. Like two, you're doubling your money. You you paid for four. You're you're getting eight coming up next right here. Fox Sports Radio, ninety five nine and nine eighty. It's time for the top four at four with Levac and Gaz. All right, we're doing our NFL preview show live from the uh, GT Toy Studio. Top 4 at 4 is brought to you by our good friends at Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Guys, this is realistically, this is a top 8 at 4 because we both have four bold predictions. We didn't we didn't collaborate in any way, so it was like, you were like, hey, I need four bold predictions. I was like, got you. And then you're like, well, here are mine. And I was like, okay, well, now it's 8. So hopefully, here we go. Hopefully we don't have the same ones because we have not talked about our bull predictions. So no. let's also remind people, this is not a temperature. We're not going hot to hotter to hottest. All of mine are scorching. Ooh, All mine are uh, what, what's, uh, what's, uh, ghost pepper wings at Hooters. That's what mine are. There might be some three mile mixed in, you know. You know what? Okay. I'm, I'm There's gonna, at least Daytona. I'm going to lead off here just because I teased one a few minutes ago, if you're listening, uh, on this guy. And it's the Rams quarterback, Matthew Stafford's final season. Matthew Stafford retires at the end of the 2023 season because it's over. He's done. Enough's enough. He's won the Super Bowl. He's had a really good career. We watched this maybe. I'm ready to say this. More than pitchers in baseball, more than athletes in the NBA, quarterbacks in the NFL. When it's over... It is over. Peyton Manning with the CBS crews defending his throws, but it's all over for Peyton. Eli, R- Romo is an injury. Ben Roethlisberger, L- Drew Brees. We get it, right? When they're d- Matt Ryan, good God, he was awful last year. Matthew Stafford is going to be bouncing the balls to wide receivers for the Rams. They're going to be bad. Cooper Cup's going to get double teamed. Enough's enough. Matthew Stafford, my bold take. This is the final season. If you've loved him in fantasy football, you followed Monty, one of our guys. We love Monty. He's a big Stafford fan. Enjoy it. It's over for Stafford at the end of the year. I don't. I don't agree. I think he keeps playing. But I can. But to back up your prediction, I mean, this is a guy who's had the daylights beat out of him. He's he's an old thirty-five. Like he's he's been his years in Detroit. That dude spent more time on the turf than the end zone. Like it was, it was bad, and he's had moments with LA where it's been similar. So, I I don't think he goes away, but I think he starts the dance. I think he starts the I might retire, and then and then Champagne's like, oh, Stetson Bennett is also thirty five, and he's a rookie. Let me see if I can keep Stafford around a year or two more. But I I I I, I see why you're saying what you're saying. I just don't quite. I'm not there yet. It's okay. Uh, I will meet your. I'll meet your quarterback prediction with a quarterback prediction. This is uh, this is one of my things. One of my one of my biggest pet peeves is when the NFL comeback player of the year didn't come back from nowhere because it's just their breakout season. Like like it's like oh here's the DK Metcalf breakout. No, he just finally had a really good season. Like here's this here's this guy here's that guy. Like I don't think it's been a true comeback since like Garrison Hurst got it. Um, the comeback player of the year will be warranted because coming off one of his worst seasons will be. Quarterback of the Denver Broncos, Russell Wilson, will get the comeback player of the year this year. Wow. I don't think you realize how scorching that take is. What, who's Who could be a better comeback story? I have one. Oh, is that going to be one of your predictions coming up? No, but I'm going <laughs> to allow you to change your pick. Okay. You don't think DeMar Hamlin's going to win it? Okay, uh, here's, here's the thing. 
everyone, Uncle Jeff's about to be insensitive. So if you're getting a little sensitive right now, if you if you need to go to your safe place, go there now. Okay, Demar Hamlin came back from the dead. Yes, but he wasn't. A, he wasn't. He was never a, a, a big player. Like it's these guys, like these comeback players, where it's like if Demar Hamlin, if you want to give it to him because he literally came back from the dead, that should have been last season. Okay. This season, unless he go, even if he goes out there and has a Pro Bowl season, like he, there was nobody, nobody was talking about Demar Hamlin besides his family before he before he had that tragic incident on the field. So what's he coming back from? Give me the give me the Pro Bowl Demar Hamlin season. Like if he if he gets it, it's just more proof that the people who vote for these awards are stupid. If we ever go out of state and we're able to wager on the awards, because in New York you can, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll split that bet with you. I will split the Russell Wilson comeback player of the award because I'm a big Russell Wilson fan oh, in 2023. Against me, I was no, like, no, no, hey, no, If no. you want to, if you want to start the Levac and Gaz bet board over of our personal bets, and you want to go like if if Russell Wilson wins, I get A. If Demar Hamlin wins, you get B. If neither wins, it's a tie. We don't we don't we don't pay out. I'm down, and mine can be worse than yours because mine I don't feel like mine's as long a shot as yours. I feel like yours is a long shot. I do too, and I'm gonna go with this. And here's a pet peeve. You mentioned your pet peeves on how people view awards. One of the pet peeves now for records, my big numbers, fantasy, legacy, all that stuff. Here's one of the ones that's gonna be broken this season. That is Jordan Addison sets a new rookie wide receiver record for yards in a season. Here's what that list looks like. Anquan Bolden back in 2003, 1377, 1377 yards. Justin Jefferson, his teammate, 1,400 right on the dot. 1,455 for Chase in 2021. Bill Groman back in 1960. Bruce's favorite player in what, the AFL, the NFL? (laughs) Our sales guy, 1,473 yards. So Chase really has the record of modern day. But what happens is a 17-game regular season now. Mm -hmm. So you get a little bit of an edge because you get those stats added. Addison is going to be in that mix. I know Jefferson's there, but that's why I like it even more as a hot, bold prediction. Addison sets a new rookie receiving record this year with 1,460 yards. Beats Chase by five yards. They try to get him the record when the Vikings might have the playoff spot wrapped up. See, I'm I'm, I'm back and forth on this. I've got, I'm not going to go with my my rookie. I have a rookie one as well, but it is, it's. I would say it's my hottest take. Okay. So let me... Let me just say, I was going to say Chargers will be the bottom of the AFC West, but instead I will say this. The New York football Giants will be the best New York football team this season. Whoa. What? Let me follow up. Or maybe I already cut you off. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. But by best, do you mean by total wins? No, by best, I mean playing the longest. Because I do think there is a chance. I think that the, they could have the most wins. They have the hardest schedule. Uh, but there's also a chance that the the Jets and the Bills kind of cannibalize each other for some of those Ws. But I think that if everybody got to the playoffs, the team that could win the most postseason games is Big Blue, not Gang Green, and not the Mafia. You're two for two on your pick so far. All right, you got my mind spinning right now. This is probably why we give bold takes because it makes us review how we view the NFL in 2023. I like that one a lot. Uh, I'm going to move on to another one here about NFL records. This is your third. Third, that's right. NFL records falling in 2023. Let's talk this one out loud together. If you're a stats guy like I am in this 
segment. If I told you Patrick Mahomes could average 300 yards a game passing this upcoming season, would you believe that's doable? How many? 300 yards a game. Yes. I do too. So if it's 300 yards a game and he plays all the games, 17-game regular season, that means Patrick Mahomes would finish with 5,100 passing yards. That means he'd be less than 400 yards away from breaking the single-season passing yardage record, which is held by Peyton Manning in 2013. So if I can get Patrick Mahomes to average like 330 yards a game passing, and Andy Reid in that backfield, if it was up to Andy Reid, he would never run the ball. And let's all be real. If we were all coaching the Chiefs, wouldn't we just let Mahomes do it? <laughs> like, we're good. You know, if, if you're a fantasy football player, and I know I keep bringing this up in the segment, but for real, like, if you have Mahomes, you want him to throw every single play. Patrick Mahomes this season sets a new single-season record for most passing yards in a season. He breaks Peyton Manning's record from 10 years ago, 5,500-plus 5, for Mahomes this upcoming year. I like I like that. I, be, I mean, I don't like that because it means that a lot of those yards are probably going to come against a, a certain team that I like out there in the desert. Um, all right, let me give you this one. The top wide receiver in the NFL this year will be Calvin Ridley of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I'm going to do that. I was trying to think what stats I like the best. I'm going to say that he leads in two of the top three major receptions, yards, touchdowns, which would be he'd get the Justin Jefferson Award, basically, because Devontae Adams had the most touchdown receptions, but Justin Jefferson had the most receptions and yards. Calvin Ridley will have two of those three stats this year, he will be the dominant wide receiver in the NFL. Do you like that he's wearing number zero? I don't because it freaks me out. <laughs> I'm not used to it. It freaks me out. It, uh, it it is. I feel like I'm playing a video game when I see it. There's something about younger sports. Get off my back, claim to fame. <laughs> younger sports fans who are gr- going to grow up with zero is a cool number. You and I, although in different eras as sports fans, zero is not cool. Zero is not a cool number, but now a new age of sports fans will think it is. All right, here's my scorching hottest, boldest take. I've decided to rank it at the end because this one I've saved. We talked about a L.A. Ram walking away, Matthew Stafford retiring from the NFL. His coach does too. Sean McVay leaves the Rams. We've heard this rumor for the last two off seasons, and I was the one screaming, he's not retiring. He's the greatest agent in the world. Everyone thinks McVay is never going to step away, including me, because, oh, he's going to go work for Apple. He's going to go become a broadcaster. He's going to go do this. He's going to do that. Okay, so we've had back-to-back off-seasons of McVay threatening to leave. You know what? The Rams say good. Go. Go. Run. See ya. Bye. You stunk the last two years. Everyone's going to put you in the Hall of Fame. They hyped you up. Here's what really happened, Sean. We gave you a great roster. We gave you Hall of Famers, and you won a Super Bowl. You got the two of them. Now you're this great coach. Why do our team stink all of a sudden? Sean McVay leaves the Rams, retires. How long he's away from football? Might be a year, might be two. I'm not saying he's done, but he will announce he's stepping away from football. You don't think he'd like the chance to win it, rebuild it? Because, I mean, it's it's stripped down now. You can rebuild it. You know, wouldn't it be hysterical if all of a sudden he valued picks and he built it through the draft? And he goes from the bleep them picks guy to the, I can do it however I want. I chose to win with money instead of picks. Now I choose to build 
a a draft heavy organization built from within. Yes, I think he would love to do that. The problem is, how often do you constantly tell your employer, "I'm going to quit. I'm going to do it. I'm no, no, no. I'm really important. I'm going to quit." Like that's two seasons in a row. If that happens again, his agent overplays his hand. McVay gone. That's my boldest take for the NFL season. All right, and again, because you say he might come back, I'm kind of I'm down with that a little bit. So this one, the reason. The reason this one is is so bold for me is I'm actually making multiple predictions, right? So by making my my overall prediction, I'm predicting the fate of a team, a different player, and this player. Because I am telling you that I feel like AOC, Aiden O'Connell, is going to be the top rookie quarterback of this season. Woo! Ow! I'm getting burned! I think he has got the right mindset, the swagger, the coach, all that stuff. They picked him in Vegas because they wanted him in Vegas. They they walked away from Derek Carr because they didn't want Derek Carr. They gave him number four to see if they could crack him, and it didn't work. He just grew a goofy mustache to hide it. He By saying he's going to be the top rookie quarterback, that means he's going to have to play, what, seven, eight games minimum? Which means I'm telling you Jimmy Garoppolo will not be playing that many games. Which means I'm telling you the Raiders are going to be good enough that he's going to be a story slinging the rock for them. AOC, Aiden O'Connell, the new AOC, if you will. The only AOC that's ever been mentioned in this studio without (laughs) anger. I'm in the GY studio today. Um, Is going to be the top-ranked rookie quarterback this season. There it is. Top four at four. Not Stroud, not Richardson, not Young. AOC, Aiden right. O'Connell. And, then, and look, Purdue Boilermaker, boiler up. They're all being thrown into the fire right away. Jimmy Garoppolo looks very good in the in the short windows we've seen. But Aiden O'Connell is coming. He's on his way. He's as 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 other people in, in sports media would say, he's a dog. He may be a boilermaker, but he's a dog. Those eight bold predictions were brought to you by Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. We're gonna head to Mohawk Honda later this month. We love Mohawk kind of with all the great things going on. Continue to follow them on social media to see the improvements, the upgrades that are going on. Whatever your fall looks like, maybe you've got that fall tailgate. Maybe you love tailgating before those Saturday. Nothing's better than the hoodie shorts weather. And if you've got the grill going, you might need the vehicle because you've been like leaning up against somebody else's for the tailgate. Or you think somebody, the way they make their glizzies and their burgers and hot dogs, sir. Their hot dogs is not right. You can be the tailgate vehicle if you get the right ride. It can happen at Mohawk Honda. They will help you find what fits your lifestyle, your budget, and more. I know from experience, my pilot, I love it. I've been driving around the Capital Region. I've been traveling across upstate New York. We've been doing it in the pilot. The kids are safe. That's the most important. We've got the room, and I can even shove my in-laws in the back far away from me. Mohawk Honda is the place where you can find the vehicle. I want you to have that bragging right that this is the best vehicle you've ever had in your entire life. It can happen at Mohawk Honda. 2024s are there for you. It's Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. You want to talk about some playoff predictions here, LeVac? You and I we are going to do our wild cards. We, we have to do the wild cards. We have to figure out who's going to the playoffs. So we'll do that coming up. What does the playoff picture look like for the LeVac and Gons NFL preview show? <laughs> Let's do that coming up next. Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980. And it's the back and guys for USX Pest Control. Uh, listen, 
you start by going to usxpest.com. Once you do that, you can schedule your free inspection. You can kind of see some of the things that are offered by USX. I know some of you may be more comfortable if I were to say, you know, cat guarding or the Gagne family of brands, all equitable, equitable. You could say those things about them. On the road, though. Dude, where's my car? Remember that with... Dick in the cell. That's a dated reference. My God. Sorry. Lord. I don't hate it, though. I mean, listen, I'm feeling very dated with my uh, inability to say the word I want to say, but it applies is what I was trying to say. Um, and I love that we're going into the fall and normally I would be like, all right, who's coming for me? Is it going to be you ants? It's going to be you mice. Who are you? How many bats are in the attic? And I don't have to do that because I got the platinum package, which means Frank has to worry about that. It's his <laughs> problem, and he's great at solving it. It's been an odd summer with weather and things happening. Maybe you've been looking around your home thinking, ooh, that's that's odd. That's usually not happening. The fall might bring those same issues to your home. Call USX Pest Control. Have them stop over. The free inspection to make sure things are working the way you thought they should. And if they're not, they'll help you find a plan that makes your home safe for the future. If there's that little hole you didn't notice before or a bug or pest, a tick, a mosquito, USX Pest Control will help you get rid of them. Levac and I know from experience, we want you to have that same type of story for your home. Stay safe this fall. Absolutely. Again, usxpest.com. Schedule that free inspection now. It's Levac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. So we have broken down who we believe will win all the conferences, the divisions. Actually, we haven't done the conferences yet. We'll do that coming up. But now we will tell you the wild cards. Who's slipping in just under the radar? Who doesn't have what it takes to win it, but may have what it takes to win it all, if you know what I'm saying. AFC wild cards, Gazi Bear. I'm gonna. I'm just going to blurt them out to you, okay? Okay. Wild card one, Miami. Wild card two, Pittsburgh. Wild card three, can I have the Jets or the Raiders? Can I put either in? That's no. not how that works, no. <laughs> Jets. I don't know. I think the Raiders just – I think that, I think playing playing the Chiefs twice, if you're lucky, you're splitting with Denver. You know, all. I just think that the – I think the Raiders – maybe they get nine, maybe even ten wins. But I think the Jets will be just a little bit better. I want to re- – say them back just because I got confused there for a second. Dolphins, Steelers, Jets. Dolphins, Steelers, Jets. For perspective, for those who may not have listened months ago to our other NFL preview show, has anything changed in the AFC when it comes to your wild card teams? I'm glad you asked. Hold on, let me pull that up. Uh, <laughs> yes, I, before I my wild card teams were Bills, Raiders, Jets. So I still have three AFC East teams. The Raiders are getting kicked out by the Steelers, and the and the the stacking of the. AFC East has changed. So one team got kicked out. I believe a second team. The Browns are out of it now. The Browns went from a division winner to out of the playoffs. The Browns have been awarded free time after the season. (laughs) You're welcome. Congratulations. So we have some similar teams here. I have the Dolphins winning the East, but I have both the Bills and the Jets as wildcard teams. So Buffalo fans, if... You look at where Buffalo is going to end up. They will be in the wild card round. They will not win the division. And by math and everything else, Bills fans, your team will be the seventh and final team in the postseason. You're going to be sweating it out. So because of rankings, that's two of the three. Here's where it gets crazy for me. Craig Cray, yo. So before I had the Ravens in, and I fought over that Ravens pick. And I think the Ravens are going to be awesome. I think the Ravens are going to be a really good team. But the math is not adding up for me, LeVac. Because you convinced me about the Browns. Now you're off of them. But because I think they're going to be a little bit better, and I also like Pittsburgh, 
that North is going to knock each other out. And what okay. I mean by that, it's like you're going to have a lot of teams with eight and nine wins in the North, but two teams are going to benefit from the North being so competitive. Before, I thought it'd be the Bengals and the Ravens right down to the end. Not the case anymore. What's going to happen is the Titans and the Broncos, because the AFC South is weak, the Titans are going to grab a bunch of victories, and the Broncos are going to bounce back and their schedule soft, that the Titans and Broncos benefit from a soft schedule and they leap over them. So now I'm between the Titans and the Broncos of who I think is actually going to be that playoff team rather than the Ravens. And when it comes down to it, I have the Denver Broncos in the postseason. Wow. I don't think Denver. I think, I think Sean Payton improves them. I don't think he improves them that much. That's just Craig Craig talk. Just Craig Craig talk. Right There's there. usually one wild team. Didn't you like the Ravens to almost do it? Yes. Last time too. Yeah. Last year, last year, our Super Bowl, my pick, I had the Ravens beating the Eagles in the Super Bowl. The Ravens are better. It has nothing to do with do I think here's what's really going to tick teams off and, and fan bases off. I think Baltimore is better than Denver. Agreed. But what happens in the postseason, what happens in an Stays NFL schedule? In the postseason. No? Oh, sorry. <laughs> what happens is the better team does not always make the postseason. Look at how bad the NFC South was in Brady's final season. Look at how bad the NFC East was in that year that the Washington team got in. This is why the NFL is so competitive and so much fun with four team divisions. Baltimore's better than them. Pittsburgh's better than them. Tennessee might even be better, but because of what Sean Payton, Russell Wilson, and the Broncos schedule lays out to be, their amount of wins, which will be 10, gets them in over Tennessee, so the Broncos get into the postseason. All right, which is kind of slapping me in the face as a Raiders fan, but, you know, whatever, dude. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> All right, so I've got uh, I've got Miami, Pittsburgh, Jets. You One more time, your three wild cards. My three wild cards are the... Jets, the Broncos, and the Bills. And to recap the division winners, it's the Chiefs, the Jaguars, the Bengals, and the Dolphins. Chiefs, Jags, Bills, Ravens for me. All right, let's go down to the NFC, the wild card. We have, uh, this is one, two, three, baby. Detroit. Lions. I was gonna. Say, I was gonna say Detroit Rock City, and then I said Lions. The Detroit. It's actually just, the Lions were replaced by a team of just guys named Ryan. So it's the Detroit Lions. <laughs> That's just, it. Okay. Just, just fifty-three dudes named Ryan just playing football. It's all it is. Ryan Leaf is back, which will be entertaining. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles, and then the New York Football Giants. I got a lot of. I got a lot of East. I got a lot of East in me uh, this year. Wait a second. Do we have the same there? You got the Lions. Lions, Eagles, Giants. Who? Wait, wait. Lions. Eagles, Giants, who do you have winning the division in the NFC East? You have the uh, Cowboys winning the division? Oh, wait. I'm sorry. I did not. I screwed up. Well, you are correct. Well, while you're doing that. That's I'm a, a typo. Okay. While you're doing that. Typo. Uh, I have the Lions as well. I have the Seahawks. And I'll even go this far. I think it's easy. The NFC is going to be a breeze. I'm trying to find someone else. These three wild card teams oh. are so far ahead of everybody else. So I have the Giants. I have the Seahawks. And I have the Lions. And I am struggling to find team number eight. I wish I could tell you it's going to be like a super exciting finish to the season for the other wild card. I know I mentioned that Minnesota Lions January 7th matchup. That's going to be for the division. And it's not going to be as exciting because the other team's going to the playoffs. I can't find the eighth best team in the NFC. Atlanta's getting a lot of preseason love. Uh, Tampa's not there. I can't find it. So I think it's a pretty easy prediction for the NFC, those seven teams. So here's where I screwed up. I At one point, I was waffling between actually trying to give the Giants the NFC East. 
I then was trying to figure out if I was bold enough to say, you know what, the Falcons will do just enough to squeak in. And then I finally said, oh, Seattle's the, the team. So my, I, I'm sorry, Lions, Seahawks, Giants. We got the same thing. Okay. All right. And one more time. to run, make me happy. One th- more time to run through the divisions. We've got the Eagles at the top of the NFC East. Yes. We both agree the Vikings are going to win the NFC North. Correct. We both agree that the New Orleans Saints are winning the South. Correct again. And we both think the 49ers are winning the West. And we did not work together on this. I, I didn't. No one copied each other paper. Even though I clearly didn't even read my own, we um, we've gone seven for seven, and we have very we have the same division winners. So I'll offer that question uh, that I just asked out loud, and you listening right now may have heard it. And please let us know at the Jeff Levac on Twitter at Tom Goss T O M G O Z Z Levac. Do you feel the same way? Like that felt like very easy to predict the NFC. Is there another team like you even battled with? Like is like a potential eight? I do. I do look. At, I know, and people are going to think I'm crazy. I just I think I can see what Smith is trying to build in Atlanta, and I think he's I think he's closer than people realize. So that's one. And then Dallas is talented, even with Mike McCarthy driving it into a wall. Dallas is talented. I really wanted to say Green Bay because I just thought it'd be hysterical if. And again, Jets fan, I'm sorry. This is just this is just devil's advocate kind of stuff. If somehow, some way, the Jets just fall short. And Green Bay gets a wild card with Jordan Love, like, like it just the 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 <laughs> the evil that the vitriol that you would all receive, and and just the same old Jets, and I think there'd be bags on heads. I just think it would be fun, which I know is evil of me, but I'm a Raiders fan. I've suffered, and I invite you all to suffer along. You giving that Green Bay take, I wonder about this now because okay, say if I'm trashing the NFC after the top seven, okay, somewhat. The whole conference can't be bad. You know, like, okay, the eighth, all the other eight teams are all going to be under 500. No, no, someone's going to have to step up. It would be fun that Green Bay one for the Aaron Rodgers haters. I don't want Atlanta to be good. Maybe that buys us. I'm struggling. Those are all pretty. uh, Dallas, you heard me make the fart noise into the microphone. It'd be fun to find a team to break through, but I'm not bold enough to do that. But by agreeing on all seven, we've guaranteed that there'll be at least four teams that are different than what we have. So if you're a fan of teams that were not listed, you're welcome. Levac and God's show has done this for you. And you can buy us wings at Hooters or meet us at Rivers on a Sunday and get, you know, grab some Duke's burgers, that whatever. We're we're not we're not picky about how you how you thank us. As long as it's great. Uh all right. I for me again, I I just I'm very I feel like the NFC is 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 much weaker than the AFC this year. So basically the way I've got the AFC lined up. I could see a lot of these teams making a serious run. I have one that I believe wins it. I just, I, I, but if you told me I was wrong and it was the Ravens or whoever, I might go with it. Oh, that's such a good tease. All right. The Super Bowl picks are coming up. The way we look at the playoffs playing out is coming up. Oh, that tease felt so good, Levesque. I want to do it right now. But first, before you, don't even zoom forward, podcast listeners. You're not allowed to. We're <laughs> going to tell you who's going to the Super Bowl. We're going to try to go four for four in four consecutive years. But before we do that, Levesque, can you tell us about your friends over at the Integrative Sleep Center? I thought you weren't going to ask, and I was getting a little offended, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, you know, it's I would get really serious for a second. Like, when you sleep, that's when you think you're safest. You know, like, that's when you're like, oh, I don't feel well. I'll go to sleep. Um, I, I'm, I'm tired. I'll go to sleep. I'm, I'm this, I'll go to sleep. And you think that's when you're safest. If you have sleep apnea, like I do, 
that's like actually kind of the most dangerous time for me because I stopped breathing. Like, and, and when I originally went and saw Dr. Fred Dreer and the integrative sleep center, if you added it up, it was over 12 minutes every hour. So I would stop for 10 seconds, start breathing again, stop for 30 seconds. Start, like this was happening every single hour for a total of 12 minutes. That's doing damage to your heart, your brain, everything. I just saw the whole story not too long ago on Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt was supposed to be wearing a defibrillator here and there, but he's like, I'm going to take a nap. He didn't think about that. That's in his car. Like, you don't think about how dangerous sleep really can be. You're at your most vulnerable. And when your own body's out to get you with sleep apnea or God knows what else, that's when you need to be the most prepared. And it's so easy for me now because I have the mouthpiece. Some people, it's the mask. That's fine. It's not for me. If it's for you, whatever it takes. Surgery, again, if I can avoid that, I will. I got a mouthpiece, easy to carry, easy to use, easy to clean. It's reduced my snoring. My sleep apnea now is under three minutes total. We cut that, cut that, cut that a bunch. Okay. Like nine minutes off. I'm breathing now. That's nine more minutes an hour. I'm breathing. Okay. Ha. Take that haters. So it's again, the, the integrative sleep center in Boston spot. So important. Give them a call. 518-885-6185. They'll help me sleep better. They'll help you sleep better too. Super Bowl predictions coming up next right here. LeVac and Gaz, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan. Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. Time for our big predictions. I'm, I'm going to give you my conference championship games. I'm going to give you my, my Super Bowl. I'll give you my winner. Okay. Is that okay. cool with you? Can yeah. you do that? Because that's what I want to do. Um, I'm going to tell you right now. AFC, just you see this. You see this behind me. It's a chalkboard. Okay, chalk. One versus two. I actually have the Jacksonville Jaguars as the one seed over the two seed Kansas City Chiefs. I have the Jags advancing to Vegas. Peterson, your favorite yet most hated player, depending upon the second in the day. Trevor Lawrence. Calvin Ridley, I just think I think Jax gets to Vegas. Wow, there it is. Your first take. The Jacksonville Jaguars win the AFC. You stuck with them all summer long. Jacksonville's the play for you. Uh, I'm going to go a little more advanced here just because this makes more sense for the AFC. You know, I want to get this out a lot. I agree with you that Jacksonville is the number one seed. Because Ooh. of their record, because of their schedule, because of their performance, they get the buy in the playoffs. Bills fans, listen carefully here. So you're going to be the seventh seed, but you're going to get Kansas City in the wild card. And that's really important here because you're going to beat Kansas City. You get redemption. Now, in that other mix there, we've got Miami as a division winner. They're in the mix there at some point. We've got Cincinnati in the mix as well. Those guys, Miami goes down to the New York Jets because they aren't going to be a division winner. So the Jets win in the opening round. The Bills win in the opening round. There's got to be another team in there. Oh, Gazi Bear, the Broncos lose. The Broncos aren't in it. So <laughs> now because of that, it all resets. So now Jacksonville is going to play Buffalo in the divisional round because they're the lowest seed. And you're going to get the Jets playing the Bengals. The Jets take down the Bengals. Okay. The right. Bills take down the Jaguars. So even though the Buffalo Bills and the New York Jets, in my standings and throughout the year, were not division winners, it's the playoffs that matter for me. We get an all-New York AFC title game. Aaron Rodgers gets the Jets one win away from the Super Bowl. How badly does Buffalo want to break through? LeVac, I thought about changing my pick here to the Jets because of all the hype. And yeah, the hard knocks has grown on me. But Buffalo is a better matchup 
for a victory here. They prepped this roster for this moment. I have the Buffalo Bills winning the AFC as a wild card seventh seeded team. Which means you can speed on the throughway again. Um, <laughs> we have a lot of Bills friends who happen to you know make sure those things work. All right, so here's here's the deal. I did. I just want to before we move on to the NFC. I want to tell you that I had I had the the Jets and the Bills playing in the first round, four versus five. Uh, Bills do advance, but then they get Jacksonville and they lose. That's that's where I have. So I have them getting to the second round. I did have them doing that. That's important for when I tell you about the NFC. But before I tell you about the NFC, I want to tell you about my friends at Elevation 10,000. Elevate your brand. Elevate your picks. Elevate your website, your your goals for your company, your apparel, your signage, whether it be a vinyl that you hang out. Maybe maybe you're sponsoring Babe Ruth this year in Colony. you got to have the, the banner for out there. They, go to Elevation. They can make that for you. The, the marketing, I, I don't want to do all of that and i'm probably going to miss some of the the cool tricks that they're going to use to get my brand in front of the most people that's why you go to elevation10k.com and then you let elevation 10,000 elevate your brand apparel everything else they've got you it's it's the business easy button as far as i'm concerned all right guys nfc conference championship i got the nolan Saints taking on, actually hosting, the San Francisco 49ers. That's my my conference championship game. Now, that has not changed from the summer. You had that the same way two months ago. You believed in the Saints and you believed in the Niners. I will say that I had the Giants now going an extra round and losing to the one-seed Saints. So I have both the Bills and the Giants losing to the one seed. I'm just going to say the Giants will be better in that game, which will make my prediction from earlier in the show stand true. They were the best New York NFL team. i got to run through this again because there's a lot of seeding that plays a part of my prediction. I'm with you as well. Okay. The New Orleans Saints are the number one seed in the NFC. So we both have the same most wins in the conference because the tiebreakers and everything else. The Saints are going to buy. So I'll run through it quick. Eagles, Niners, Vikings, Lions, Seahawks, Giants. What I see happening is this. The Eagles play the Giants in the opening round. The Giants get them. Same. The Giants lost to them twice in the regular season. Third time's the char. Bing Blue gets them. The Niners lose to the Seahawks. Brock Purdy stinks. The Lions (laughs) win. So all the lower-seeded teams win in the NFC. Because of this, the Saints will get the Giants in the next round, and the Lions will play the Seahawks. Yeah, that's right. I got... The Saints losing now to the New York Giants. And I have the Detroit Lions in the NFC title game. (laughs) This is how the playoffs work. I don't think the Lions are the best team in the NFC, but because of the draw they're going to get, I've got a Lions-Giants NFC title game. Games played in Detroit for the chance to go to the franchise's first Super Bowl. And they lose the New York Giants are going to the Super Bowl as a seven-seeded team. This team is the team that has impressed me the most. There's no New York bias here. The Giants have added to their defense. They won a playoff game last season. The team is better than last year, and the draw in the postseason will work in their favor. The New York Giants are in as the NFC champions. The Niners are out. I don't trust Brock Purdy, the Trey Lance stuff. All that played a factor in this prediction. The Niners have been taken out of my Super Bowl. And now the Giants are in. We've got a rematch for legendary Super Bowl. We've got an all New York Super Bowl. Quiet 
about the New Jersey thing. The Giants, the Bills is my Super Bowl pick. I waffled on San Fran, New Orleans so much. And I think it's your hatred of San Fran that has changed my opinion. The team that I picked to go to the Super Bowl, I've hated them all summer. That's exactly right. I now have them going to the Super Bowl. I think you Whoa. hating them has convinced me that you're overly hating them. And when you're over when you are overly passionate one way or another, and I don't hundred percent agree, it's usually because you've become emotional. You can be a little <laughs> emotional when it comes to sports. And and then I go back and forth. I actually think I, I think I think Shanahan finally gets it done. I think the San Francisco 49ers top the Jacksonville Jaguars in Vegas. Niners win it all. The Niners have been so close. This could finally be your season, Niner fans. We'll see if it happens. Levac has the Niners over the Jags. I've got the legendary rematch of a Super Bowl, Bills-Giants. For Selfishly, I want yours to, to be right. I mean, because that'll be fun. But man, oh man, I, I, that would be, that'd be a lot. That's a lot of moving pieces. Josh Allen, a healthy Von Miller. The Bills are a better matchup to win this game. It ends. The curse, the drought. Bills Mafia takes over Las Vegas, and that party may never end, and I hope you and I are there for it, LeVac. That would be cool. I mean, no matter who's in it, I hope we're there to cover it. That's that's always the dream. That's always the goal. And, and actually, I don't, it'll be the, if there's two New York teams, that means that we're not going to be able to talk to them, as many of them. <laughs> They'll be busy. The Buffalo Bills win the franchise's first Super Bowl in Las Vegas this February. I've got the Bills over the Giants in the Super Bowl. There, all right. I'm Niners over Jags. I've been. I really like the Jags. I, I man, that's gonna be fun no matter what. However, you're listening to the show, whether it be Apple, Spotify, or live right now on 95.9 and 980. Spoiler alert: If you're listening to this on Tuesday, it's been posted on social media, which is fine. Let us know your picks at the Jeff Levac on Twitter at Tom Goss T O M G O Z Z Facebook Fox Sports 980. Put the comments below. Apple and Spotify, if you want to leave a review, we've timestamped this episode for your listening pleasure. So please go backwards, scan forward. We've helped you out as much as we can. We want to hear your takes. Football season is on the way. We can't wait to be a part of it. Thanks to everybody who's done this from Rivers Casino and Resort, where we're going to be every Sunday, 11 to 1. Shout out to Hooters as well with some really fun things coming up on the way. LeVac, it is football season. Let's go. Uh, in studio tomorrow. Uh, everybody, uh, good luck to all your teams. Hopefully the Raiders blow everyone's mind and, and this all looks really stupid and we're all wearing silver and black, baby. Um, what, what's next? Uh, just stuff. You know what I mean? It's more However Fox you listen, yeah. Yeah, it's Fox Sports Radio 95.9, 980. Peace out.